Uh, there's big news. There is big news in the world of Jewish education in our area. Uh, and when um, and when the Joe Rosazada, our wonderful friend Dr. Rosazada, told me months ago that there was an intention to open up a brand new boys yeshiva high school in the tri-state area, uh, as anybody would be uh, when it comes to a project as magnanimous as that, uh, I was a bit skeptical. And even now, during these really challenging times, where you'd think it's even a greater challenge to open up a brand new school in September, uh, sure enough, he as chairman of the board and everybody who's involved are full steam ahead on what is known as Oriustral of Tenafly, New Jersey. It's a boys' yeshiva high school, Oriustral of Tenafly, New Jersey. Some familiar names who are with us live via telephone are uh, affiliated and are leading the school. First of all, the aforementioned Dr. Joe Rosazada. Joe, thanks so much for uh, joining us, and good morning. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem. And uh, you are joined uh, both in this effort and in this phone conversation this morning uh, by the uh, uh, the people who are really responsible uh, for the uh, day-to-day at the brand-new R.U. Stroll of Tenafly. Rabbi Scott Friedman is the head of school. Rabbi Friedman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning. And the Menahel is someone uh, also very familiar to us in the world of Jewish education, are, are also a wonderful friend, Rabbi Usher Yablok, uh, who is the new uh, Menahel of the... Um, uh, of the uh, uh, Yeshiva or Yisrael of Tenafly, New Jersey. Rabbi Yablok, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Good morning, Nachum. Uh, good morning. Great to have you all. Uh, uh, Joe, I guess the best place is to start with you before we talk about the, or, the already successful run that the school's having before the doors have even been open. Where did this all start? Where did it come about? Uh, where, where did this idea begin? You know, Nachum, as you know, um, David, my oldest, so he, you know, he went to JEC, he went to TABC for a little bit, and um, I always found it that that there was more, there was more things that that the schools could offer to us. Nachat I'm not putting down at all any other yeshiva at all whatsoever. Every every place is unique in their way um, of doing things, of doing the education. But for me, like I felt like. You know, what is it? What's the magical that in Israel, in one year, they get to these kids, Baruch Hashem, and they, they really change their lives, and, and they really educate them the way like a parent or, or you know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu would want us to be educated in these times. So I felt like, you know, four years of high school, and then you have a year in, in Israel. It takes six months, sometimes three months, sometimes six months, for these kids to really get it and understand why they're doing this, why they're davening, why are they, you know, what, what is the reason? What's the, what's the icker? And it's just not, I felt like, you know, like the schools were like emphasizing much more on the grades. Like, oh, what'd you get on your Gemara test? What was, uh, you know, uh, tell me what Rava said, you know, like in the Gemara. And that was, that's the answer. That's the question. That's what they want. So the kids are always, uh, you know, just, just trying to get by the school, but they don't understand the essence of that. Look, in education, secular education, I think it's very important, um, you know, to know, you know, you know, algebra or the bio or the, or the essence of that. Fine, that could be a little bit of memorization. But over here, I feel like, you know, we need more. We need to do more for Kral Israel. And I felt like, you know, when uh, Rabbi Friedman and Rabbi Yablak, you know, thought about this and, you know, mostly Rabbi Friedman told me about it, I said, you know, it's a great idea. 
Let's try to work on it. Um, so, at first, again, I was also very worried. Right. <laughs> during, during, during COVID, during all this stuff. But Baruch Hashem, I think, you know, we pulled it together. So Rabbi Friedman, we're used to, I mean, again, you know, a lot of great educational institutions out there. Uh, we're used to a certain way, uh, a certain approach. And it sounds like when it comes to secular studies, um, uh, uh, you're, you're fully aboard uh, with that approach. But when it comes to Limude Kodesh, how would we put it? A little less academic and a little bit more of an experience? Is that how you would put it, Rabbi Friedman? No, no. Um, to be honest, you know, it's funny. When I went to Herzl to learn and I spent um, almost four years out there after high school, and I came back, I was kind of surprised, actually, that what they were doing out there was not being implemented over here. Hmm. I figured it was just a matter of time until everyone caught on and realized how effective and positive the experience was out there. And, you know, I just, again, I just figured it was a matter of time. And, you know, I've now been working, um, you know, in the local schools here for the last 15 years. And, you know, I saw that I was able in my own room to run things the way that I wanted and believe that it would impacted me and all of my friends. But yet the, the overall way of doing things was still done the way that I guess on the general studies um, area things are done. And to me, one thing has nothing to do with the other, just like gym, right? doesn't need to be run in such a way. Um, I don't think that Linde Koda should be run um, in the way that a general studies program is run. And for that reason, it's always been my aspiration and intention to run such a uh, program. I just, you know, I, I wasn't sure how or when or where, um, and time was now, no question, for a so, lot of reasons. But right. to me, we're not reinventing the wheel. We're really just taking what all of the amazing, incredibly Shivas and Eretzel are doing and just implementing it over here on this side of the ocean. Rabbi Scott Friedman, uh, new uh, head of school at the Oriusrol of Tenafly. So, so if, and, and I read a little bit, obviously, about your mission and about, you know, what, what you have to say about all this uh, in advance of this conversation. So if... If uh, not giving tests, uh, if uh, being, you know, uh, um, casual in terms of, you know, homework and assignments and things like that, and giving an air, and, and I think you'd agree with this based on what I read about your approach, giving an, an, an air of an atmosphere of, of optional, you know, not, not really <laughs> letting the kids, um, not really running a system where it's optional to be in the classroom, but making the kids feel as if, you know, they're, they're in control more of their uh, destiny when it comes to Limude Kodesh. Uh, if that works, what I just described, in your classroom, and I would have to imagine it has uh, over all these years that you're in Chinuch, is it something that's possible to work school-wide? Uh, no question. It's uh, been proven by, like I said, all these shivas in Eretzel. The one thing people can ask is, okay, maybe they're more mature, right, they're the more age, ready. Right, the age is, is the possible? issue, right. Exactly. And that's what people are concerned or you know, thinking or questioning about, and it's, you know, they're certainly entitled to that question, but I certainly have seen Baruch Hashem tremendous, um, you know, success for the top, the boys, um, you know, see how much they enjoy it and how much they've grown and benefited from it right. um, over all these years on a high school level. So I have no question. It's not a question of if it works. It's simply a question of when it works, by the, by the way, been I, I want to add one other thing to it, and then I want to get Rabbi Yablok's comment as well. Obviously, he's also really, really familiar with the system in Israel and, and education on this side. 
Um, there are some who might argue, uh, putting aside the age issue, that the isolation issue, being 6,000 miles away from home, being in an environment where you're completely enveloped by those who love optional Torah study, that those are two big factors. First, you, Rabbi Friedman, what would you say to that? Well, first of all, I'm so happy we're having this conversation. I really am, and I'm glad that you're asking me these questions. Um, so the answer to that is that perhaps when Joe went to Eric Israel, you could make that argument. Certainly when I went, the argument could still be made when there was literally like one computer. <laughs> notice, you know, he does, he, notice he doesn't say know, me, and, folks. He doesn't say me in the, in the era of aerograms. <laughs> that, he, that he won't bring up. <laughs> right, but I'm saying today, you know, when guys are going and they have access to everything in the world, right. on their phones, yeah, on people's... their laptop, in their pockets, right. they're so connected. They're not disconnected at all. Families are flying in and out every other day. Baruch Hashem, you know. Right. And, uh, it's, I'm just saying, and then, you know, I could just tell you other communities have said to me, we don't want our kids going to Eretzrael. You know, they're so protected here in America with their families, right. and we can watch them. They go there, and it's a heftervelt. They do whatever they want. Right. So, you, you know, know, you could see it both ways. It's uh, funny. I don't believe so. I really believe the secret sauce, and it's no different at a, you know, at a place like Isha Torah, or even as I pointed out. So many adults who didn't like learning when they were younger, even davening, all of a sudden they start to when it's their own decision because there's something much more meaningful and connected when you make that decision. And that's what we want. We want the boys to buy in at some point. And by the way, and by the way, to make your point, in my own experience, many point to the difference that my oldest had in Israel as compared to his subsequent siblings that the difference was the iPhone in his era didn't exist so we're talking forget about me and and Joe and others from past generations just in that small time frame of those six oh, seven, yeah. in those six seven years a different place. It is a and, and for that reason maybe maybe it needed to wait until now to do right. it here but at this point I don't believe we have any choice if I can make one more quick comment you know you mentioned that during COVID and corona like we have to be out of our minds to be doing something like this and you're probably right um, but what I will tell you is, you know, unfortunately, very, very sad. Last night, um, a, an incredible pillar and beloved member, uh, Rebbe Rav of the Psay community, um, was Mr. Shmuel Berkowitz um, Zatzal, not really an amazing, amazing tzaddik person. And I could just tell you that when Corona hit, and I saw what was going on in the world, and I saw so many people who never, you know, had lost their lives, family members lost their lives. I'm not just saying this, I meant it. I really felt like if not now, when? You know, like life is so fragile. Yeah, if there's one thing... If we're going to do something of significance, we could wait our whole lives to do it. I've already waited 15 years. But, you know, you have to just make it happen and... You know, whatever you have to do, whatever it takes, that's that's really our attitude. I hear that. Rabbi Scott Friedman with us. Rabbi Yasher Yablok is the principal, the brand-new principal of our Israel of Tenafly. Rabbi Yablok, I mentioned I wanted your perspective on this uh, whole issue of um, of trying to, to, to bring a, a system that people have now finally gotten used to when it comes to educating uh, our youth, especially in the area of Torah study in Israel here to the U.S. What do you think? Uh, I, you know, uh, it's something that Rabbi Freeman and I have been talking about for a long time. Um, it, it's it's a difference in my mind of uh, taking a fundamental position that in the godless of each each student. It's something that they felt every time they've walked into Rabbi Freeman's office. Uh, something I I 
try to demonstrate in, in our in my role in in Chinuch, wherever it's been is the greatness that each of our our B'nai Torah have inside them. And there's a lot of growth. There's a you know high school and the teenage years are are at times complicated, and that's that's specifically the reason why. Uh, people like Ray Freeman and myself are motivated and inspired to work with um, our teams. And the goal is to a, a, a deep and, and consistent belief in their greatness. And for that reason, yeah, we're, we're, we're eager to support them and provide them the space to learn about themselves. But we really want the stress, if at all, and, and the effort that our teams are putting during these years to be focused on their personal growth. And I think that's another thing these shivas really do is they say, yep. we're not here... We're not here to, to, you know, to, to define this for you. We're here to model it, and we're here to ask you and encourage you and inspire you to become the person that we all know you can be and give you the space to be that person, and we want to do the same thing. And that's going to be the conversation on Judaic and general studies side. It's really about you. We, we want to facilitate and grow um, B'nai Torah, but allow them to focus their energy on what do I need to do to become that person, not, not what, who, who standards and whose labels and whose definitions do I need to meet to be labeled as a successful student? The uh, brand-new Yeshiva High School for Boys is uh, Or Yisrael of Tenafly, New Jersey. If you go to the website, oryot.org, or is O-H-R. So it's O-H-R-Y-O-T.org, and we will speak about the parlor meeting in a minute. But you'll see there that Rabbi Friedman and Rabbi Yablak have already announced uh, certain members of the faculty, including Rabbi David Koppelman, including Rabbi Shmuel Aaron Honig, uh, including uh, distinguished members of the general studies faculty in areas of math and English as well. And you've done something interesting here, Rabbi Yablok, and I got a sense of this yesterday uh, during my conversation with Joe. Um, you want a, a you want a certain element of uh, Rabbeim, influencers, if you will, having something to do with the yeshiva, even if they're not full-time faculty. And this might actually start a real trend, frankly, uh, in schools of, of getting people who are dedicated in general to other causes, other organizations, other educational institutions to spend time with you. And therefore, you call it on the web, on the site, you call it a rotation of inspiring rebellion. Some might call it special guests. <laughs> you know, there, there may be other terms, but people like Ray Mordechai Shane, your host in Tenafly, Ray Shmuel Berkowitz, Ray Yitzchak Cohen, Ray Mordechai Finkelman, Ray Label Lamb, Ray Avram Shur, Ray Zacharia Wallerstein, Ray Menachem Zupnik, Eitan Katz, the great uh, singer and uh, inspirer, if you will. All these people are going to have a role of being in regular contact with the students of Ar Yisrael and... Um, I, I would say, based on the list you put together, Rabbi Yablok, this approach uh, seems to have worked well so far. Um, yeah, you know, these are all personalities that have that believe in what we're doing and are giving of their time because they also believe, like Rabbi Friedman mentioned, it's an it's an aflosos and it's a, it's a cause that that really they're eager to see come to bear in the yeshiva world. Um, and I, I personally remember, and I, I can tell you from being involved in yeshivas. Um, around the country, when that personality comes, they can accomplish things that the most remarkable Rebbe, uh, who has a different role in a routine, in a structure, who can say a fantastic seer or drasha, right. when that personality comes with, with everything they bring with it and shares an inspiring message and not only connects you to the greatness that exists within the Jewish community and exposes you to, to such uh, accomplished personalities, but when that person comes in who's not a regular uh, by us, they'll be a regular, but uh, in a different different setting, um, we've seen in the Yeshivas in Israel have mini-series. They expose the guys to specific sessions from great leaders. 
Uh, I always remembered that was something that I looked forward to each week, and it gave me a different chiyuf than my daily shear. Um, and also, it also broadened my perspective and allowed me to have just such a wide range of personalities <laughs> to connect to. Frank, Frank, and we want our guys to feel that way. Frankly, it's it's probably the best memories of yeshivas those moments. Yeah. Frankly, uh, yeshiva are you all of Tenafly is a brand new boys yeshiva high school. Uh, we're speaking to Ray Friedman, Rabbi Yablok, and uh, to Joe Rosazada, who's chairman of the board of the yeshiva. We'll talk about Sunday's event in a minute. I know I keep saying that. We will get to it. And I assume any parent who wants information can just go to the web or yot.org, O-H-R-Y-O-T.org. But Rabbi Friedman, uh, you know what? Let me ask this to Joe. Uh, Joe, I-, I have seen, you know, again, because of my age, I've seen a lot of schools start. Frankly, a yeshiva boys high school that's already uh, confirmed with 20-plus students, in my opinion, is is, is a really successful start. Uh, what, do, what do you think as you've already um, uh, gotten to the number 20 in terms of students who are going to be coming this coming school year? So, you know, it's, 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 it's a good question because, you know, like I was also like I was worried again because of COVID, because of what's going on, what's going to be, how's it going to be. But since, like, you know, even since the article that we put out last week, you know, Rabbi Freeman has gotten in, Rabbi Yablak have gotten in many, many phone calls. Like, you know, he had interviews with five students yesterday. You know, it's unbelievable that, that people didn't realize or, or didn't know that this could exist. Something like this could happen. And Baruch Hashem, we're getting, like, phone calls and, and inquiries, and people are saying they wanted more information. And that's one of the reasons why we said this week, like, we need to do something with Zoom. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think we lost Rabbi Friedman. Hopefully, he'll reconnect. Go right ahead. Yeah. So, so, so I felt like you know it's so important that you know we put a Zoom parlor meeting on that that people could ask these questions. People are concerned. That, right. Is it really going to be successful? Is not what's going to be? What's not going to be? So that that's one of one of the reasons. So we've gotten so many inquiries that I think with with uh, with Hashem's help that we're going to be uh, successful, and this is going to you know really change. The, everybody's perspective of how they're kids. And by the way, we should point out, and I'm being serious now, we, we should point out that that you, and people should know this if they have any type of memory of this radio show, you have been you have been a great supporter. And I'm not just talking about financially. I'm talking about being out there in the community as well. You've been a great supporter of, of all the schools we've mentioned in this conversation. And in addition to that, uh, the Yeshiva... Uh, in in Bergen County, where we actually did the show when you dedicated the Beit Midrash, so pe- pe- people shouldn't think that this is an effort to you know to prove a point to anybody. This is this is an effort. To, this is an effort by you to just add to the incredible array of choices that people have out there. Absolutely, Chassid Shalom. Like you know, every place is unique, and I want every yeshiva to be successful as you know as much as possible. Um, I also feel like, you know, there's a need for this. There's a, there, there's a need for this type of uh, education. And that's the show we should be successful. But, you know, at the same time, again, like, I love Heifel Torah. I think it's an amazing place. I think it's, the you know, again, it's a very, very unique place. And But, but at the same time, you have to have these type of kids that, that also want the sports, this, the, you know, the Yeshiva League that, that you know, kids right. want to play basketball in. and. Right. And you can have both worlds in the, in the in my in my head. I feel like, oh, why can't we have both worlds in the same the same time? And you know, same thing as in Israel, we should we should have something here in America. All right, everybody, it's very simple. If you're a parent or a student, if you're an eighth grader, whatever the case may be, uh, who wants more information, you're going to get a chance to um, to see 
Rabbi Friedman and Rabbi Yablok and hear from them up close and personal. Maybe not as up close and personal as the old style parlor meeting, <laughs> but there will be a virtual parlor meeting this coming Sunday. It's our area's newest yeshiva high school, or Yisrael of Tenafly, and they have announced, as you know, that Rabbi Eitan Katz is now part of their faculty. We explained that uh, with the list of incredible people that are now going to be affiliated with the yeshiva. The virtual parlor meeting is this Sunday starting at 8.45 p.m. Again, the virtual parlor meeting is this Sunday starting at 8.45 p.m. There'll be an introduction of our Yisrael to the community, an overview of their philosophy and their schedule, the actual daily schedule. You'll have the Q&A with Rabbi Friedman and Rabbi Yablok, or Rabbi Friedman, the head of school, Rabbi Yablok, the principal. You'll meet our Yisrael parents and board members who will be in as well. And, of course, uh, you could do this all via Zoom, uh, you check out, you'll, you'll see the, uh, the flyer on social media and the local papers. Uh, it would be hard for me right now to, to go through the Zoom information, but if you email uh, Rabbi Friedman, he'll be more than happy to send you the Zoom information, and you can be part of this coming Sunday's virtual parlor meeting beginning at 845 Sunday night uh, for Orustral of Tenafly. Rabbi Friedman's address is uh, sfriedman at ohryot.org. Again, sfriedman.org at ohryot.org. And again, uh, very simply, all the info is available on the website, ohryot.org. You can check it out and see what's going on. By the way, Rabbi Friedman, we should mention, Joe mentioned sports. Uh, you didn't pursue this without knowing that you'd have a a, a, a first-class facility uh, for the students. This is not, you know, you're not setting up tents and trailers in order to kick this school off the ground. You're in a real facility in Tenafly. Yeah, listen, I mean, I was not going to start, we were not, excuse me, going to start or sell um, without that kind of facility. Um, you know, we knew that in order to do something um, of meaning, it had to be great on every level. And that's true on the general study side. That's true on the Lunde Kodes side. That's true on the sports side. I mean, that's true about uh, the apparel that the guys are going to get. I mean, everything we do is going to be done first class because, um, you know, it's the way things need to be done and it's the way things should be done. And, you know, we want it to be a great success. And, you know, we want the boys to be happy and we want them to grow and we want them to have uh, every opportunity in the world and to really feel good about about them and the school itself. Yeah, that's the way to do it. No question about it. Um, and Rabbi Yablok, I'm sure you would agree <laughs> that that the, the surroundings, the physical building, once we get back inside our physical buildings, please God, this Labor Day, I hope that the schools will be opening up. Uh, the physical building has a lot to do with the environment of study, both uh, Judaic studies and secular studies. Yeah, 100%. Uh, the truth is the environment uh, throughout the yeshiva that Ray Freeman um, has been discussing uh, of, of warmth and happiness and a sense of belonging for the Talmudim was always the goal. And you know what it takes for a high school student to feel like it belongs. Right. Um, it's a fantastic uh, gym and, and a fantastic base medrash and a sense of a yeshiva that's, uh, that, that's dedicated to their their sense of uh, belonging. It's a, it's a place where we know that the guys are going to want to be and are going to want to stay. We're going to have a tough time sending them home every night. Um, and we're going to have a tough time leaving ourselves. You know, there's a, selfishly, the two of us uh, love everything about this yeshiva and are going to be there with them every minute. That's really cool. I like how you say that. Joe, have other lay leaders stepped forward? Have you have you been approached by other people in the community who are not, you know, Rabbeim or students who, who want to be involved and are excited about this project? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of them, you know, are not, they're not, there are some parents that have kids in other schools, believe it or not, and are coming and saying, we want to get involved. We want to see how you succeed. And if you do succeed, we want to come get on board nice. with it, which is, which is amazing. Like, you know, like just the sound of it. So, yes, we definitely have parents and, you know, people have come to me all the time and said, you know, please let us know what we can do to help. And, you know, you know, they, they see it. They see that, that it, there's a need in the community for this. Uh, well, it's a great partnership. Rabbi Friedman, I'm thrilled for you. You have an amazing opportunity here, and I'm so glad the community is responding already. Rabbi Ablock, as I said to you off the air, I'm so happy for you and your family uh, that you have uh, yet another opportunity to show everybody that uh, your leadership in the world of Chinuch uh, is phenomenal. That's always been my uh, point of view, and I'm very happy that more and more people are going to learn that now. And and mm-hmm. Joe, I know this is a dream for you. We've discussed this off the air a million times, and uh, and and to be this close, to be in July, and know that th- that you have a really solid numbers wise, and it sounds quality wise, that you have a really solid incoming class must be an amazing feeling. And everybody, yeah. everybody out there, get all this information. You could go to the website. Uh, or you saw of Tenafly is o h r y o t dot org. And this coming Sunday night is the virtual parlor meeting, where Rabbi Friedman and Rabbi Yablok will preside uh, over um, a discussion and a presentation about all these things, the philosophy of the yeshiva, Q&As, you can ask whatever you want. You, there will be parents and board members that you'll be able to meet virtually as well. And they'll talk to you, talk to you about that uh, about the new faculty, both in Judaic studies and secular studies, uh, that is helping to solidify the opening of the yeshiva. For Rabbi Friedman, uh, for information, you can contact Rabbi Friedman at sfriedman at ohryot.org, sfriedman at ohryot.org. And again, it's a brand new yeshiva high school for boys in Tenafly, New Jersey. I wish you all the best of luck, uh, both with Sunday, with the virtual parlor meeting, and with the upcoming school year. And you know we're going to be following you very, very closely. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much, Michael. So Thank you for your time. An absolute pleasure. Thursday morning at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app.